0: The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I not only say the things I need to say, but the things I think you need to hear. And your feelings? Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. We are going to start out this episode as we do now by saying Josh, Jake, B-Word Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tabby, Javier, Fitz McShane, El Jefe, El Devlin, and El Morte. Thank you guys for your support. You guys are wonderful people. Your support means so much to me. And in true podcaster format for all the small indie podcasts, this is the part where I shill the Patreon, the buy me a coffee, the other stuff and that will be shilled again at the end of the episode, which most of you guys tend to drop out before the outro starts. So yeah, go to the Patreon, go to buy me a coffee, sign up, support the show. I will say your name amongst all these other wonderful people, and I will think much better of you for it. Or don't, I mean, fuck it, who am I to tell you how to live your life? All right, so to give you guys a little bit of a glimpse behind the curtain, I guess, for this episode, I had something else completely planned out that I was going to talk about, and this... I can kind of sort of tie it into some of the stuff I was going to talk about, but not everything, because there was a lot of stuff that went on last week. Uh, I touched on briefly in last week's episode, I mean, the the whole cleaning up San Francisco because we had the uh, leader of China coming to meet a commie dictator, and then the other various things that have been going on in the last week or so. The U.S. Army issuing letters to soldiers who were discharged for refusing to get the ouchie-fouchie basically saying, well, you can appeal your your uh, discharge status and we'll fix that because this is a clerical. Well, what they didn't flat out apologize for violating these men, men and women's rights, but they did say they would change their status, particularly if they wanted to, you know, come back, which is telling because the world's going to shit. Sleepy Joe's sleepwalking us into World War Three and recruitment is at record lows and they're. Even debating reinstating the draft, not real seriously yet, but it's on the table. And frankly, all these Gen Z fuckers that are out here like, "Yay, we're riding with Biden. We put him in there. This is great. This is what you fucking get because you're stupid and you don't listen to people who know better than you. A lot of people were saying, no, this guy's a career parasite war hawk. You don't want this fucker in the White House. Oh, no, he promised us he'd forgive our student loans and we can have more representation because great-grandpa up there said things would be more gooder if we voted for him and we can give the government more money to make the weather better-er. Er. Fucking retards. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that one came out, and I had a whole spiel. I mean, is coherent as my pre planning seems to go for these episodes. I know it'd probably be a shock to most of you that a lot of it's, you know, cliff notes, little bullet points and a lot of off the cuff ranting. So that was all immediately scrapped because over the course of the weekend, uh one thing, you know, for good heads up, uh, I've regularly plugged the Grace Taproom podcast. They're wonderful people. They're good friends of the show. They're good friends of mine personally. This past weekend, I was asked to come in kind of at the last minute to cover because their scheduled guest had to cancel due to medical reasons, and I brought along my lovely wife for her podcast debut, her premiere, her first crack at doing this, and I think she did really good. It was a great episode. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of laughs. It was worth checking out, so go check out Grace Taproom Podcast, and Then immediately after we got done recording, we hopped over into the Whiskey Hell live stream, which you can get access to their recording sessions and join the chat there by subscribing to the Whiskey Hell Patreon. Man, I'm plugging a lot of other shows here. Well, that's probably because they're great people and I want to support them. But yeah, so after we got done recording the episode, we wound up hopping over to the Whiskey Hell chat and basically terrorizing the chat during their recording, and it was a lot of fun. And I think the Whiskey Hell episode dropped today which would be monday because normally i record these episodes on the weekend then i come back and edit on monday but just from being kind of caught up all day saturday and sunday a bunch of other shit was going on and i felt like being a lazy bastard i didn't actually sit down to record i had some other stuff i needed to get done i had some car maintenance i needed to do and by the time all that was done i just didn't feel like sitting down to talk i just wanted to decompress so i did and I'm actually really grateful I did because what I want to talk about happened uh, late Sunday night, early Monday morning kind of deal. And this is, again, it's going to kind of tie into one of the things I wanted to talk about, which is none of the things I've mentioned so far, but I, I'm working on it. I'll get there. I promise. So the people of Argentina had their election and the winner was Javier Milei. who, and if I butchered that, I apologize, but I'm not good with non-Midwestern talking so much. Anyway. Uh, Yeah, Javier Millet, who was running as a libertarian candidate, this guy is, like, ultra-libertarian. He is all about, he's ran his entire thing was a platform of shrinking down the bloated socialist government of Argentina to the point where it was not destroying the population. Because Argentina has had a pretty fucked run in the last few years, particularly under their socialist government, where... Everything is government-controlled. It's a bloated bureaucracy. It's basically everything the U.S. federal government is becoming. The only thing that I can say had the Argentinians having it worse than us, when they were farther along where they had to deal with more problems and bigger issues in terms of what it took to snap them to going to a full-blown libertarian-style candidate – is their inflation is in like triple digits the last couple of years. And again, it's because they have socialist governments running systems in place, basically trying to run a money printer like the U.S. federal government is doing to finance all this bullshit and taxing their citizens into poverty pretty much across the fucking board. And this guy wound up his primary opponent, the incumbent socialist fuck, conceded. He was he acknowledged there was no way he was going to win. They had him last n- last number I looked at before they started putting out the announcement that he won. He was up like 57 to 42 uh percentage-wise, 57% to 42%. He was trouncing the other fucking candidates. And the people are fed up. And there was to me it, this is a great story. This is a kind of an example of what could be if this guy keeps manages to keep 70% of his campaign points of all the shit he's going to slash all the governmental waste he's going to kill because this guy is a fucking firebrand he is not a career politician he is not careful in how he coached his answers if you get a chance look him up his interviews are fucking phenomenal this guy is foul-mouthed he just is passionate he was calling out Left like extreme leftists just as being shit, and it was fantastic. that's like the literal translation on any of his interviews leftist shit extreme leftist shit and that was pretty much his campaign now he there are he does have some more conservative stances on a few issues, but the overreaching thing he's all in favor of is letting commerce be dictated by capitalism and letting people live their lives. He's pro gun. He's pro pretty much everything. Uh, he is a pro lifer, which yeah, that's I mean, I don't have a problem with it personally, like I said, but I also don't believe in forcing my beliefs on anybody else uh, as long as they're not trying to do the same to me. So, you know, that's be- that's between you and whatever higher power you believe in. Uh, but I digress. So this guy campaigned, and he's out there talking about slashing federal spending and all this other stuff, and he campaigned as a candidate with a fucking chainsaw, and it was kind of his you know, thing, his shtick, his his iconography as him walking around swinging a chainsaw over his head a la Leatherface. It was fucking phenomenal. But ultimately, it's not like this is just some schmuck who got known for running around, waving a chainsaw and acting like an asshole. This guy is a, uh, for a profession before he got to be into politics, the guy's an economist. He's written multiple books um, on economics and and how they tie into politics and basically decrying, uh, it's the Austrian school of economics, and decrying all this reckless government spending that has been done by the Argentine government for many years. And now that he's won, and in a lot of the time leading up to this victory for him, Pretty there's a lot of stuff that's very telling. Like I said, I, I personally, I wish this would wake up some fucking American citizens to realize, A, we don't have to vote either red or blue. We can maybe start vote, voting gold. And if we can just get 60% of the population to realize they don't need to vote to fucking keep doing what we've been doing for all these years, we could completely turn this country around in the span of a very short amount of time with the right people. But anyway, the point is, The thing that got me thinking after this election announcement came out, and it's been going on, like I said, pretty much the entire time this guy's been campaigning. All the mainstream media, at least here in the U.S., have been painting him in terms of being far right. Now, being far right is just as antithetical to being an anarcho-capitalist libertarian as being far left. But it seems like the mainstream media has realistically at this point, they've they've dumped all their eggs into one basket. And they are so used to saying, if you're not on board with this socialist ultra leftist shit, you are a far right individual. I'm I'm waiting for them to start calling fucking Bernie Sanders a far right individual because he's not into all the extremists. I mean, and he's a fucking communist. He's he is ridiculous, but he's not as in as much of the social leftist shit. So I'm waiting for them to start saying he's a fucking far right, you know, nutballer, or whatever, but I'm, I, I'm getting sidetracked here. So we've got multiple reports, NPR, CNN, MSNBC, uh, the guardian, uh, New York times AP network news, Um, let's see time.com, the Washington post, every single one of these headlines, right wing, far right, president elect right wing, extreme, right? Far right. Let's see. Far right outsider. Uh, let's see. The only one that doesn't lead the headline with far right that I can find is Reuters who references the fact that he was a TV pundit prior to his run at this job. And, um, yeah. And that's the thing. He was on television in Argentina for years, bad mouthing all these career politicians and talking about what an utter shit pile their government is. And then he decided to do something about it. And then he, uh, did something about it? Yeah, go figure. And a lot of the, a lot of these, again, United States-based mass media outlets keep comparing this guy to Donald Trump, because apparently their brains are incapable of comprehending nuance at this point, because uh, Mia is not anything like Donald Trump. He Again, anarcho-capitalist, libertarian candidate, one of the primary p- points on his platform is tearing down the central bank of Argentina and restoring actual capitalism instead of government fiat currencies that are destabilizing everything in that country. And newsflash, it's the same shit that's happening in the United States. You know the Fed? Yeah, the, the agency that shouldn't exist and is actively inflating us all into poverty? Yeah. That He wouldn't be a, 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 on, a, on board with that. Donald Trump went to the federal government and actively said, we need to print more money during this shutdown, during this lockdown. We need to issue stimulus checks. We need to keep spending. Javier Melier would not have done that. So painting them with the same brush is lazy reporting, and calling it lazy reporting is being fucking generous on my part. But again, these people don't have any other arrows in their fucking quiver anymore. They've gotten so used to that is the slur. That is how you slander. That is how you badmouth and debase the candidates. They must be far right. And calling someone compared to Trump, oh my god, it's a horrible comparison. Well, you're comparing him to Trump and he won handily like 56% of the vote to him. Um So maybe comparing him to Trump is a little telling if you're sitting here trying to say that that's not what people want, but you're also saying this guy who talks outside of the, uh, outside of the mainstream talking points does not bow into the identity politics or any of the other ridiculous state run horse shit that is out there. And you're comparing him to Trump, which not only is it inaccurate, I mean, yes, they're both boisterous, bigger-than-life personalities. That's as close as you can come to drawing comparisons and drawing parallels. This guy is out here vocally, and honestly, based on a lot of the comments and the clips I've seen of him, he's blowing Trump out of the fucking water in terms of instead of just saying, oh, well, these are very bad people, but there's some Trump's answers are not what you're used to hearing from career politicians. But they're still way more pol- politically angled than anything coming out of this guy's mouth. This guy is an angry, loudmouth, just raucous, reckless, ranting. I, I I love him. He's fucking phenomenal. I, I, I can't understand a word he's saying because mi, mi española es tan no bueno, but... He, um, uh, yeah, he, I mean, there's, there's passion. You can watch him getting worked up. You can see fucking spittle flying out of his mouth as he's giving these speeches. Cause he's so worked up and ranty. And I, I, I fucking love it. I hope the translations are accurate. I mean, I, I can pick out words here and there, but the guy talks faster than I can comprehend because he's that passionate about what he's saying. And again, all these fucking, uh, all these news outlets just trying to smear the guy, you know. Oh well, he's a far right. This is a victory for far right extremists. This is, this is the far right outsider. Well, he can't be that fucking outside if he got fifty six percent of the vote. Sometimes people have a story to tell. It could be a story of triumph or a story of sorrow. However, it's their story. It's important to keep their story authentic in their own words and delivered in a delicate way. That's where Unfiltered Discussions podcast comes in. I'm Brian Howard. I talk with my guests about tough subjects and pivotal moments. I'd love for you to hear their stories. Subscribe to Unfiltered Discussions on your favorite podcast platform. Let's ensure their stories are heard For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. There's way too much just inherent tribalism that is so prevalent in our culture and in, in in, in, in these corporate things, particularly these mainstream media outlets are all just, well, you know, if you're not basically a fucking walking, talking socialist talking point, then you're not good. You're not right. If you're not this, you must be that. And there's so many dumb motherfuckers out there because that's what they want to hear. They want to hear they're part of the right tribe. They want to feel validated. They want to feel special. They want to be told they're going to get what they want without actually doing anything to fucking earn it, which is a really big component of if you're a staunch socialist, you're a fucking idiot and you're probably a lazy piece of shit. Because staunch socialists want the fruit of your labor, not the fruit of their own. They are fucking parasites across the board. Socialism has never worked in any grand scale in any country. And all it does is create new surf classes. It's anyone with any kind of perspective on reality should be able to tell this. They should be able to sit down and say, you know what? I'm not seeing all these good things that people are promising. There is no socialist paradise out there that doesn't at least have significant capitalist components. I mean, yes, there are social programs that are not a bad thing. There are certain things that I am believe are fundamental necessities for everyone. I I do believe we as a society should be responsible for taking care of the elderly, the infirm, and those incapable of taking care of themselves. Howsoever, if you are physically capable, if you have no restrictions beyond your own laziness and your own mental fragility then you need to be a contributing member of society. Nobody owes you a fucking thing. If you're elderly and you worked all your life and now you are no longer physically capable of being productive, yes, you have earned your place. You deserve a break. You deserve some rest. Now, in an ideal situation, you would be able to keep your own finances and resources and you would be responsible for your own well-being as you Strolled off into those golden years instead of enabling a bunch of parasites to get rich managing your money for you. You know, taking that forced money out of your paycheck every fucking week. And oh, yeah, no, don't worry. This will be here for you when it's time for you to retire. Yeah, no, we're going to call it Social Security and you'll be secure when you hit your retirement age. Now, Social Security has been dipped into to finance other projects politically, which is never supposed to be the case. Social security is often in a position of becoming insolvent because when the program was set up, people weren't living as long as they do now. And when the program was set up, the cost of living was much more manageable. It's gotten to be utterly ridiculous at this point, And it's completely just, it needs to be gutted and stop taking our money and let us be responsible for our own fucking futures. And I know it may sound like I'm kind of contradicting myself, but it's To me, if they're going to be stealing our money, then they should be more responsible with the but They're incapable of that. That's why all these bloated bureaucratic motherfuckers need to go. They really do. And I honestly hope that what has happened in Argentina this week can snap some fucking people's heads out of their fucking asses. Now, on the other side of that coin, you've got the Democratic National Convention, the National Convention. Democratic Party you know throwing money like nothing at all these fucking you know public media shills they they've already got mainstream media basically in their pocket which is ironic because a lot of the social media shills will sit here and say that mainstream media is the enemy of the president because they're they're completely favoring Donald Trump who they have been slandering and and Defaming since before he got the job in the first place, and I'm no fan of that cheeto dusted motherfucker, and anybody could tell you that I wasn't happy when he got elected, but at least he wasn't one of these career parasites he did he did a lot of shit that wasn't terrible. he did a lot of things that I agreed with, even though I don't like him personally, and I don't think he's he's not a genuine conservative. 20 years ago, he would have been considered a fucking moderate Democrat. And just they keep moving the fucking bar and creating more and more people that are not extreme left enough to be on the left, even if you're left to center like I am. It's, it, it, it just galls the fuck out of me. And again, it comes back to this tribalism of this is our group and these are my people. And if you don't accept me completely and 100% of the way I am, then you're a piece of shit. And these people that claim to be trying to act out in the name of love and acceptance are some of the most intolerant fuckheads on the planet to anyone that doesn't agree with their school of thought, to anyone that has the gall and the audacity to question their mentality. And this shit is a cultivated problem. It is deliberate. It is fucking intentional. This is how you weaken the greatest nation on the fucking planet. You encourage this shit, you push this shit, you destroy any sense of individualism, you destroy any sense of personal responsibility, you create a collective hive mind that is so willing to ostracize anyone that doesn't exactly match what they're saying. That's why they're trying to get them younger and younger. That's how indoctrination works. Now we have, you know, the Rainbow Mafia. In the 40s, it was the fucking brown shirts. There's a reason they go after kids who are not yet mentally developed, who do not yet have a solid foundation of a personality to resist this kind of shit. And they teach them don't have critical thinking. Don't question what you see. The church is the state, and the state is unquestionably correct. You have to do this or you are bad. You have to believe what we believe or you are fucking wrong. Don't think for yourself. Don't question what is being said. Do as you're told. Wave the flag. Swallow the Kool-Aid, eat the fucking pills, do what you got to do, be miserable, you will own nothing and you will be happy regardless of the fact that you can't fucking cope with the actualities of day-to-day life when your ego and your mentality is so fucking fragile that anyone questioning it will shatter it and destroy you as a person and the best thing you can do is sit there and try and call other people names because they don't say something that makes you feel good about yourself. It's an maniacally oriented weakness that is being forced and drilled into our society. And it drives me fucking nuts. And then I see something like this. A country that has had hardcore social programs and hardcore socialist governments finally getting so fed up of the utter fucking they are taking from their government that they elect a guy based on the promise that he's going to come in and burn the fucker down. And while I'm talking about this, here's another thing about this. Argentina is a country of like 30 some million people, right? They have paper ballots. They counted those ballots. They did it in the span of a few fucking hours. There is no reason that the elections in the United States of America should be taking days or even weeks to count fucking ballots. These and they're not even hand-counting the ballots. They're scanning ballots. They're scanning in scan sheets. And they're getting shit wrong. The, this is a corrupt, ineffective system. They had to shut down multiple voting machines that were actively switching votes. They're getting caught in the fucking process. And yet they still want to try and scream about election integrity and saying, and if you question this, you're a denier. You're an election denier. You're not you're a conspiracy theorist. You're not right. Meanwhile, one of the counties in Arizona recently announced that they are look on the ballot to have the twenty twenty four election be counted paper ballots by hand where you have to prove you are who you are at the election. And Katie Hobbs, the governor who was in a very contested issue with Kerry Lake, uh, has already issued a statement saying that if this county attempts to do that for their election She will press charges against them because it is her responsibility to protect election integrity. Um, Yeah, she's a fucking hypocrite who won under suspect circumstances. And I'm not saying everybody that's out there saying I was robbed in the election actually got robbed in the election. But there have been a whole hell of a lot of improprieties in the last couple of years. And they all lean decidedly one fucking direction. So... Now we have a county that's saying we are going to actively do things to remove the questionability of our elections and prove they are safe, secure, and legitimate and above board, and you've got this presiding governor saying if you do that, you're going to jail. Yeah, nothing suspicious about that at all. It's like these fuckheads aren't even trying anymore. They're so in- convinced and enshrined in their own way of looking at things that they are just They believe they're untouchable. They believe they're flawless. They believe they're perfect. They think they're better than you, and they think they're smarter, and they're going to get away with it because they're on the side of the winning team or whatever the fuck it is these assholes think. I really don't know. But yeah, so that's just what I wanted to talk about. Uh, One of the downsides to doing one of these last-minute Monday night quarterback, literally Monday night recordings, is... Uh, I got to work in the morning. It's getting late. I'm going to put a pin in this. And uh, so, yeah, it's a shorter episode compared to the last few weeks uh, coming in right under a half hour. So uh, thanks for listening. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to, to com, Sign up for the mailing list. Interact with the show. Click the links, Sign up for the Patreon. Join the Discord. Come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.